Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys, presented by our friends at Bet Online. We're going to get you ready for Cowboys Chargers, Kellen Moore revenge game, Mike McCarthy redemption game. It's personal. Um, yeah, oh, it's personal they went and made it personal bet online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats news scores matchup breakdowns latest game odds spreads totals from nfl and college football right there at your fingertips with bet online's real-time updates on stats news and odds from week one all the way through the cfp and the soupy bowl bet online gives you the best access to the best football promotions and contests Available anywhere online. Check them out, website, or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's bet online where the game begins. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. Hi, everybody. That's Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver. How are you, Jess? I'm good, man. I'm good. Bet online. That's the way to go. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to this week. It's not on this game in particular. Here's an interesting, here's an interesting stat, right? It's kind of a broken stat because I don't, I'm not. I know it's a stat. I'm just my my numbers may be off a hair or two, so don't go to bet online and bet on this stat. But teams in the last season and a half, after they played the San Francisco 49ers, are like are like one in twenty three because they beat you up. Cowboys had seventeen guys on the injury yeah. report. The only team that's won after they lost to the Niners after they played the Niners the next week was been this year have been the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now. The Cowboys have not lost back-to-back games in, I think, like two seasons. So, the immovable force beats the immovable object, whatever that thing saying goes, this this will be another one. I hope the Cowboys realize when they get on the plane and head over to California that this is this is personal. The, the, the fighting Kellen Moores will take this game. You saw what happened last week with, with, with the Jets and Denver, right? They, they – it, it, it's, it's, it was a personal game. They were doing it for the Gipper. They were doing it for Nathaniel Hackett. Robert Sala gave one game ball away at the end of that game. Was to Nathaniel Hackett for beating the Denver Broncos after Sean Payton said he did the worst uh, coaching job he's ever seen in his life. So I, I'm not. I don't know if we I, we didn't fire Kellen Moore. We kind of kind of just you know tap, 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 ushered him out out of here, kind of thing. You know, he might feel some kind of way. He may feel some kind of way. But I hope the Cowboys realize that this game is going to be personal. Don't tell me after the game is personal now, but know before the game that it's going to be personal. I don't understand the bulletin board stuff, really, a lot of times. Because, like, well, and this isn't bulletin boards. It's not like the Cowboys are going to be talking this week or weekend. Like, that Kellen Moore is a dumbass, and we're going to beat him. Uh, but, like, Bryce Harper screwed up in game two of a of a playoff series. And then the brave shortstop was like, ah, ha, ha, that a boy Harper in his own locker room. And then Bryce Harper the next day hits two home runs and stares yeah. him down. And I'm like, well, what were you going to do if somebody didn't talk crap about you? You weren't going to try as hard to hit the baseball that the pitcher was throwing? Now, like, right. what, is Kel- what is Kellen Moore going to do differently because he wants revenge? Call a better game? Call the game every week the best you can. Listen, you, you know that in, in your core, in your core, in your time, at Allen High School, there were certain games, every game you wanted to play well in, every game you wanted to win. For me, it was Hillside High School. 
Hillside was our rival. We didn't like us. They, we didn't like them. They didn't like us. Plano East, we spanked, we spanked Plano East every East, time out. Right, but but there was a different level of energy for that game. It, you you prepped a little bit more for Plano East than you might have done for Plano West or for Plano Senior or for Plano Junior or for Plano North. Plano has 19,000 schools right now, all right? We played against three of them, Plano, East, and West. So, you know, so yeah, so, you know, you and then – Michael Jordan said it best in Last Dance, right? Like I'm always trying to find things to make it personal. I'm always trying to find things that give me the edge. Tom Brady said the same thing. He's like, oh, he looked at me? Did he look at me? Did did, did he roll his eyes at me? And, like, the dude's like, hey, I, I didn't even see you over there, Tom. Oh, you didn't see me. Oh, so now you didn't see me. Okay. Okay, let's let's go. You didn't see, you didn't see me. You did not see – and so that's the, that's that's what that's what the athletes look for. We're, we're always looking for some sort of edge, especially the really good ones, right? Like I, I, I'm always I'm always cognitive and understanding my position in the world when I speak of the great athletes. For me, go do your job, right? Uh, go do your job, right? Try not to get cut this week. That was enough motivation for me. Okay, yeah. you want me to lock in? Tell me that I'm, I might get cut this week. That that was I didn't need them. So I don't put myself in the conversation with the greats because their level of motivation is different. Mine was just do your job. And I wanted to do my job damn good. Damn good. Because I wanted to have a job next week. But if I go out there and don't have three solid special teams tackles and a good block on the punt team, y'all ain't talking about me on ESPN. I'm not topic of discussion. Tony Romo goes out there throws five interceptions. Oh, buddy. Somebody got to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guys are trying to find their – they're trying to find their motivation. And there's going to be a lot of motivation uh, this week, both both Cowboys and Chargers. Yeah. And uh, honestly, in terms of previewing this game, I'm struggling with it a little bit. I don't know who to pick to win. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know who to pick to win just because that's how uh, defeated I feel about this team overall after watching what the 49ers did to him. Like, I don't believe in what Mike McCarthy wants to do offensively. I believe even his quarterback doesn't believe in it. He looks uncomfortable and bad. Uh, I think everything about this team looks a little bit off and, and or broken. But I also think man for man, they're significantly better than the Chargers. And so I'm struggling with what to do with that because this is another week where it could look like everything the Cowboys are doing is just fine because when you just line up and say, hey, Michael Gallup, I need you to beat Michael Davis on a slant, I think he can. And when you just say, hey, go, he? beat, him on, go beat him on a stop route, I think he can. Like That's why Michael Gallup has a couple of good games this year. When you go up against guys that I can literally just line up and beat you, then you everything looks functional and nice and uh, everything's good. It's when you line up against guys that that's not good enough and you're like, okay, what else you got? That it becomes a challenge. I think the Chargers defense is one of those that the Cowboys could line up and beat them. And it's just like, yeah, we didn't have to do a lot. Uh, that just assumes also that the Cowboys defense can play a good game, which I don't have a ton of faith in that, which is that. Um, justified. I don't know. They played the best team in the NFL and they got their asses kicked. It could just be that simple, but every, so many things just look broken, confused and lost that I don't have a ton of confidence that they're about to get back to what they've been the majority of their games this year. Uh, so I don't know what to do with it. 
I don't know. I think you have a great point, and, and, and this is part of kind of like in my evaluation this week as well, is we're Thursday. We're Friday, excuse me. And the Cowboys, whether it's coaches or players, are still somewhat talking about what happened last week. Whether whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, right? It's still a topic of conversation that, in most arenas, you you hear the term of "All right, we deal with it for 24 hours, win or lose, we pack it away, we get to move on to the next game." I think, and, and maybe this goes back to the stat I said earlier with playing the Niners and how sometimes they can they can defeat you so badly it lingers, and I think this may be something that's like has a lingering effect on the Cowboys, and you know these like. Playing the Niners, you sometimes, like, I should say this, losing the way you did to the Niners, you pray that you have a Thursday night football game following it. Simply because it forces you to lock in and get back to the game so so quick. But when you lose in the manner of what you lost, and then now you have a Monday night football game, you literally have the very last football game of the quote-unquote football week and even within that day, you have to wait all day to get to it, right? And so yeah. I think there may be – there, and I hope that it's not. I hope that these guys are able to put that behind them in some way, shape, or form and focus on what's ahead of them because when you look at the Chargers rosters, the Chargers to me, if we just did paper, right, if I just put a roster on paper and held it up, the Chargers name for names, like offensively and defensively, they have one of the top five rosters in football. When you look at when you when you look at they 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 have a they have they have they have the prototypical quarterback, right? Depending on how you want to feel about him. Keenan Allen to me is still a decent wide receiver. He's one of the best, in my opinion, at releasing and running routes in the league. You have you have a, a left tackle. You have uh, a running back in Austin Eckler who can give you fits. Uh, you have two decent tight ends. You have, I mean, six foot three, six foot four receivers in the garage. Just, just keep coming at you. Then defensively, you got Nick Bosa. You got uh, Khalil Mack. You got Asante Samuel Jr. You got Duran James. You got uh, Kenneth Murray. Uh, I mean, Eric Kendricks. You have players on this roster when you look it up and down. You got Dicker the kicker. You got Dicker the kicker. All right, Dicker the kicker. When you look at it just player for player on this roster, you go, wow. And this is this is why Staley's gotten so much flack because it's like, dog, you got players and you have a quarterback. Like you have six foot five, long hair, strong arm, can make all the throws, athletic, physical, 230 pounds, not hard to bring. I mean, uh, not easy to bring. I mean, if you had to build a quarterback, he most likely, in some way, shape, or form, wouldn't look like Justin Herbert. Like, if he was just building a prototypical one. And he has all the attributes to have, or, or he should have, or should be talked about as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. When you talk about just the pure talent. Yeah. Yet still, they come up short. So when you look at, like, and that's the thing that... At some point in time, rosters come together, even if it's just for a game. They come together and they work. That's my fear, is that this thing, when the Cowboys come to town, all of a sudden, all the things in their world begins to work right. So, Yeah, and it could. I guess I just look at it like, um, yeah, if you wanted to go like 
six to eight names deep, I think the Chargers stack up, and you might even like them better than the Cowboys. But I just think if you go look at, say, their offensive line as a whole, their defensive line as a whole, their cornerback group as a whole, groups that are really important to winning at football games, I don't think it's very close. Like I think their interior defensive line is not good. I think everybody outside of Rashawn Slater on their offensive line isn't great, uh, and some of them are not good. Um, so they do. They are very Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Rashawn Slater reliant, um, non Asante Samuel corners. But then again, I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, since Trayvon Diggs got hurt, the Cowboys have been a bad pass defense overall. They've been bad at it. And then we're going to just be calling people out by name this week. The Cowboys were supposed to have the best safety group in the league. And I think that's why they're bad at it. I think that's they why. They have one good safety this year, the Cowboys do. That's why they're – and I, I'm in, in the one that you're thinking about, I'm not even quite putting him as a good year. The one where you pay for intercourse I still think has played well this year. Um, <laughs> but – both the guys who are now uh, well, fairly well compensated uh, ain't playing so good. The guys who are wearing single-digit numbers out there, yeah, <laughs> they ain't doing so hot so far this year. Yeah. Um, so the Cowboys are in a weird spot. It all looked real good, and then it looks real bad, then it looks real good, then it looks real bad, and then you start going through and looking at everybody individually, and it's still a good team. It's still a good roster. They could absolutely beat the Chargers by double digits. Um, but I don't know if there, this is my thing this week is, and it's for Mike McCarthy and it's for Jerry Jones, I guess. Are you smart enough to beat the chargers by double digits? Because mm -hmm. your way to doing that is to do nothing that you say you want to do because you say you care about, we want to play to our defense and possess the ball and run the ball. And we want to do all of those different things. Well, Against the Chargers, that'll get you four yards of carry. Uh, and you might get first downs. You might punt the ball away, and it'll give the ball to them a bunch on purpose to protect your defense because you don't want to turn the ball over. And their offense has been better at moving the ball down the field in chunks and scoring touchdowns than your offense. So the way to beating the Chargers would be to say, my roster is better than yours, and if I'm willing to throw it around, I can outscore you. But they're telling us they don't want to. Yeah. So this week's question is, are you stupid? And I shouldn't say that because it's really mean. And like that's been happening on TV lately where guys are doing that stuff. And it's like, that's really over the top and like a personal attack. Do you understand the way the current NFL works? And are you willing to do what that is in order to win football games? Or are you outdated by a decade or two in what you think is going to win you football games? And if so, you're about to lose to the Chargers. And here's the, here's the thing that I think people as a whole need to I don't need to understand, but kind of just need to know and, and understand basically when it comes to coaches, like we put a lot of arrogance on players, overconfidence on players, um, divaness on players, rightfully so. I, I do believe in order to play at this level, in any level, to do anything great in life, you have to have a level of confidence in yourself that may supersede anything that anyone else believes in. Uh, and it may lead it to being a little bit arrogant, but not not, a, not an arrogance that's deplorable, but an arrogance that goes, you know what? Yes, I am. I'm a damn good sports journalist. or I'm a damn good author. or I'm a damn good whatever it is that you are in life. There needs to be a level of arrogance to that. 
But the thing I think people fail to realize is when it comes to coaching, those are some stubborn SOBs. Oh, some st- I mean, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. These guys get – I mean, Mike McCarthy's been in the NFL for 30-plus years. And he has been an OC. He's been a quarterback coach. He's been a head coach who led his team to the Super Bowl, who've had multi, multiple successful seasons uh, in his career. So you get to a point in time, especially in your older age, where you get a little bit stubborn, get a little bit cantankerous, and you just are so set in your ways. You are so set in your ways, and I don't care how much – and I'm a freaky Mike fan. I don't care how much you tell me what you watch film in the garage. At the end of the day, when you get into these games, you always revert back to the things that are most comfortable to you. When it, when it comes to fight or flight, what you're most comfortable in doing is what, what, what comes out. And I think Mike, at times, because they just then they just hired the guy in the offseason who's supposed to be this world-renowned analytics guy. Oh, they hired two or three. They hired some really good data people this offseason, yes. Right, so if, 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 if the data people are saying to do X, Y, and Z or take more shots or do this or uh, you know stretch the ball down the football field or run on these, whatever it is, it doesn't seem like that information that you're getting is kind of filtering its way through to the things that you're calling on the football field. Now, it's easy when you're up and your defense gives you 14-point lead, but there's going to come a point in time where offensively you're going to run to a place where you now have to be the driving force of this team getting a victory. Now, if you're trying to protect Dak Prescott from what he did last year, then I think that's a bad move. I think if, if he's going to fail, then he's going to fail that way, uh, and then that, that just has to be it. But at this point in time, you're basically sinking your own ship as well as the team ship with this conservativeness in, in how you're approaching this thing. Like Mike – has to come off that he has to come off that snide of being a little bit stubborn in the things that he wants to get accomplished uh, for himself while protecting Dak from what he was a year ago. Because ultimately, you get what you got last game. You get that your stuff's not working, and then you get the fact that now when he has to go play Yolo ball, and they've already figured you out, and you can you have to play with one hand behind your back. You get the turnovers anyway. So there has to be this. You can't be at one of the extremes. You can't be 15 interceptions, and you can't be 1999 offense. You have to find a, 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 a sweet spot in the middle where this thing works both analytically, both your foundational way, using the assets that you have on this football team, your quarterback, your running back, your receivers, your tight ends, all of it, and make it work in a way that this thing is successful. Because this team, I'm telling you, Jeffrey Kavanaugh, this team is bubbling on the the edge of implosion and disaster it's happening i'm telling you a, a loss a loss monday night bad enough and then you got to sit on this for two weeks you already seen um cd lamb have his comments micah who i'm starting to believe is a very selfish player have his comments and guys are now speaking their piece all across the board this this team is 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 bubbling on some 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 implosion really 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 soon well, and there's um, some stuff that I'll just say quietly because I don't believe either of them has said it out loud. But I hear that the number one wide receiver and the starting quarterback were never on board with the idea of Mike McCarthy being the dude designing and calling the offense. That they like Kellen and Doug Nussmeyer and some of the guys that used to be that are no longer. So if it doesn't go well, it's going to be a lot of fun because eventually your perfect soldier quarterback is going to start talking. And I can also say, you know, they haven't said this publicly, this is between you and I, same quarterback and wide receiver number one who were not on board with having Mike McCarthy call the plays and like Doug Nashmeyer and so on, so on, so on. So 
I can also tell you that those two are not seeing eye to eye. Aren't we having fun? Aren't we having a good time? Um, I do have a Mike McCarthy thing that's worth tracking, and I don't know if anybody wants to do this because it would be a real ass-whipping of a way to watch football, but here's what's worth tracking. Even if Mike McCarthy wants to call his route combinations, which are bad, um, there's been two charts. I love charts. I love being able to visualize stuff. Two charts I saw this week. One of them was um, how often does every quarterback in the league get to have what is face what is called perfect coverage, which basically means that nobody blew it and every receiver has a DB within however many yards of it. Uh, And this chart had to be kind of expanded because they had to be able to fit where the Dolphins and 49ers were. (laughs) Because that's how many blown coverages they create with their offense. And so the chart couldn't just be a square. It had to be like, Cowboys were... I don't know if this is right for the camera. Just know that the Cowboys are in the bottom left. Like there, people don't blow coverages against the Cowboys because you don't make them, because you don't do anything creative. And then the other one I saw was how often are people in motion when the ball is snapped? And it was the same thing. Over in the good side, hello, Dolphins. Um, hello, 49ers. Hello, Chiefs. Hello, Sean McVay's Rams. Uh, hello, Matt LaFour's Packers. All the young, smart people. Um, and then at the bottom left was the Dallas Cowboys. If you don't notice that people are open sometimes, and if it seems very static that the Cowboys are standing around before the ball is snapped, then Mike McCarthy doesn't know what he's doing because that is the bare minimum in the NFL. That's done. That is an established rule. If you would like to make the other team blow a coverage, if you would like to gain more yards, Make people move before the snap so you can get clues what they're doing and maybe out leverage somebody and maybe trick somebody. And, oh, my God, I was going that way. I stepped on and went back this way. And you were in, man, you were going that way. You're screwed. You got to get through nine different people. It's so effing basic that if you're not doing it, it's malpractice. And he did it last week, and it worked. When you Touchdown! You, you interpret on emotion, and you he out leveraged the dude. Like, yes, like, it, it works. It, and they couldn't press him. They yeah. took a good athlete, and you said, you can't press me because I'm in motion, and I'm motioning behind two dudes in a bunch, so you have to back up. I get a clean release. It's not hard. Yeah, it, it's not. It's, and and I've, I've said this before. I said, you know, steal. Like, not S-T-E-E-L-E. Not, no, not him, but steal. Like, literally, kleptomaniac. Like, be sticky fingers. Like, you know, do that. This is, this is a league where everyone does it. Stealing is actually okay. It's not like stealing plays and stealing signs. I shouldn't say stealing signs. Baseball is happening. Shout out to the Rangers. I know that we're in the league the Cowboys, but shout out to the Rangers. Uh, steal. Just steal. Like, literally, you got beat with a play in the Niners game last week that Kyle Shanahan stole literally five hours before the game was played. Like, he stole it from Detroit and ran it on you. The same exact play, five hours before. Like the the merchandise was so hot, it was still hot. He didn't even get the he didn't get the 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 the, 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 the magnifying clipper thing off of it. The gray thing that he had to put in the thing and pull. He didn't yeah. get that off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ink the ink thing, he stole it. It's okay. Steal if you don't have it in your own. What is the thing that you're talking about? AI generate generate the AI generate the the the, the chat GPT whatever that thing is called now. It's just steal. It is okay in this league to to be a thief, steal plays, steal uh, emotions, steal concepts, 
steal ideas, steal a player or two if you feel like it. But just steal to make your team better. Steal a football game. And Terrence Steele, good luck. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are pretty yeah. good. Uh, so, yes, there you go. Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, okay. Whew. Cowboys are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Vegas knows what they're doing. They're not stupid. I'll just say they're wrong. Chargers 27, Cowboys 24. You've been a bad pass defense since Diggs got hurt. I don't believe in what you're doing offensively. I don't believe you'll see a bunch of motions and shifts. I do think it's possible you just line up man for man and beat them, but I will go with the offense that I believe in more, and that would be Kellen Moore, Justin Herbert, and the Chargers. I, too, am picking the Chargers to win this game. I think there's a ton of hangover uh, from last week. Uh, it was a mash unit injury ward yesterday. You can tell that those guys, even they were getting, you know, veteran rest for days, they took a beating in that game last week. Uh, I, I think they're licking their wounds one more week, and I'm taking the Chargers 27-19. Oh, oh, 19. That's disrespectful. All right, well, that'll do it. The Cowboys, he'll get an opportunity to showcase that. Shout to Brandon Aubrey. This presentation has been brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. He's Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver. Check out Unfiltered with Jesse Holly as well. Yeah. Give that a Google. Yeah, uh, and I'm Jeff Kavanaugh, 97 won the freak. This is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys, which clearly we don't. Uh, but maybe we will next week if they earn it. Remember, they had to buy next week. We will believe I'll believe in them a lot next week. They're gonna <laughs> dominate next week. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.